This Irish man stands with America. This is Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on the Blaze Radio Network. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. You're about to listen to a segment from the Freedom's Disciple podcast exclusive to The Blaze. If you like it, please subscribe for free on SoundCloud, iTunes or Google Play Music. And a new show is released every Saturday at noon Eastern. Or you can get more information if you go to www.freedomsdisciple.com. Thank you so much for sticking with me, America. I hope today's show has given you plenty to think about, plenty to digest. We've covered a lot of topics, but I didn't want to make it to today's show too heavy, because in case you hadn't noticed, it's seven days before Christmas. Seven. Seven. Oh, my God. Do you remember when you were a kid, you're like counting down the sleeps, you're like, oh, it's only more seven more sleeps to Christmas till Santa comes. That optimism of a kid is just something that is so invaluable and so cool. I wish we had it more in today's society. I wish I had more of it. If you have a question, the Life in Utopia segment is finished, but we did kind of a segment on it to see this, the the first segment of the show. If over the holidays or at any time I'm doing the show and you listen in, you kind of go, wow, that guy's Irish. Even if you're a new listener, that guy's Irish. He lives in Ireland. I have this question. I'd love to know whatever it is. It can be something quick and simple. You can get me on Twitter at Freedom Disciple or on Facebook at Freedom's Disciple or Jonathan Dunn 58 um, you can ask me privately. People send me a lot of private messages. I have no problem with that. Where, Because when you put things on Facebook, a lot of people get involved and share their opinions. Private message me. If it's something simple that I can answer, I'll answer it for you. But if it's something like the question that lady sent in to me, I will answer it on the show. And I will also answer you as well in Messenger. I won't leave you hanging for two or three weeks. Second bit of business I just want to discuss. This is the last show for the year. Um, next Saturday is Christmas Eve. As as much as you all love me, and as much as you love my accent, I kind of figure you've got better things to do than listen to me on Christmas Eve. So we're going to take a couple of weeks break, and we're going to take a breather. This is the last show. You'll, you'll have Christmas Eve free, and then the following week is New Year's Eve. So again, I'm guessing a lot of people will be out boogie-woogieing and having a few beers, um, a few light beers, hopefully. Um, and celebrating the new year. We'll be back the first Saturday in the new year. I'm really excited. So we're off for a couple of weeks. Before we finish up today's show, I want to share one last story with you. If you've been listening the last couple of weeks, you'll have noticed the last segment of the show I've been focusing in on, on scriptures and stories and different principles to talk about. The reason is, I'm not trying to convert you. I don't belong to a religion, so I don't actually have a religion to convert you to. Um, maybe I could start one. Hmm, John's religion. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. Could you imagine if I set up my own religion? That's that's another subject for another day. Sorry. Um, I'm excited. I'm hyper. I'm giddy. 
sue me. Um, I don't have a religion to convert you to. Uh, I'm not. That's not my aim. My aim is to share stories, share principles. This month, it's been about the Bible. We're going to be doing different books going forward. But I want to share a story with you because it's Christmas. I believe character matters. I really do. I think I can disagree with people on pretty much everything. And I can still like you and respect you. You know, a case in point, a couple of weeks ago, we didn't discuss this on the show because I just didn't have time. But George Bush gave an interesting statement on North Korea. Gave a speech on it. And you can YouTube it and Google it and see what he said. But when I was reading stuff that came out of the transcripts from the terrorists and how they expected him and America to react post 9-11, it's incredibly impressive how much restraint he had. You know, I, I know people who are around politics who would have been the first people to shove that in the media's faces at every opportunity they got going. You see, that's why we did it. That's why we did it. That Look at that. He was just so restrained. I think I agree maybe with, what, 10% at max what George Bush said and did during his legacy. I can't think of George Bush without thinking of the Patriot Act and TARP. And we got to destroy the free market to save it. We disagree on everything. But principally, he's a decent guy, I think. Character matters. The reason I went off on that is because I want to share a story with you. Where character matters. And I would just ask you to think about how this person would have reacted today in our world. And it's only a short story, so just bear with me. And it's a story of a man. And he's a young guy. And his name is Joseph. And Joseph is, at the time, this is set around, well, you know, 0 zero A.D., few years before it. He's just a typical guy, you know, family guy, hangs around with his parents and his brothers and sisters. He's a carpenter. And he finds this woman he loves. And he just falls head over heels in love with her. Her name is Mary. And as you did back then, you know, one date led to two, led to three, led to four. And eventually, because they fell so in love with each other, they decided, you know what, we need to get married. And then, something happened. You know, life has a way of, you know, trying you a curveball. You know, something you never could expect. And Mary fell pregnant. And the thing was, it wasn't Joseph's wasn't his baby. Now back then, what you would do is you would dismiss her quiet. You would dismiss her. Say, you know, we can't be together. It's not my baby. I'm not bringing it up. And Joseph had those thoughts. He said, you know what? I can't do this. It's not my baby. And but what I'm going to do is I'm going to dismiss you very quietly. I'm not going to make a big deal. I'm not going to do a song and dance about it. But then he had a dream. And his dream was that he was to take her as his wife. And he was told what to name the baby. And he was told that 
He will save people for their sins. This baby is going to be a special baby. The full part of this story, obviously it's of Jesus and Mary. The part of this story, I just want to focus in on how he dealt with it. Character and honor matter. Can you imagine how that would be dealt with today? Can you imagine the Facebook posts someone like Joseph would have had? Can you imagine the the Facebook video rants that could have happened? Heck, in today's world, he'd probably end up on... I was going to say Dr. Phil, but I don't know if Dr. Phil does paternity tests. You know the average daytime TV show. Over here, it's Jeremy Kyle. I don't know if you know who that is. He's the... He's the English guy. He does English shows and, you know, is is so-and-so the father or is it so, someone else? And, you know, they did the dirt on me. And and then they have these lie detector tests and stuff. I never watch. It, it's depressing to watch. But I don't know who it is big in America. I remember when I was growing up, I don't think she did it. My gran used to love Sass, Sally Jesse Raphael. I don't know if she did paternity tests or not. Or if she's still around or if she's even still alive. But my granny used to love her. And my granny used to love Ricky Lake. I think she's American. But you know all these shows, you know, where you come out and one person tells their story and then the other person comes out and tells the story and then they bring a friend and they give their two cents words. And then all of a sudden it's, he is the father. He isn't the father. You know, those type of things. Can you imagine the outrage, all the family people getting involved? Character matters. Then imagine... Having that question. I know the Holy Spirit. Helped her get pregnant. But you know how do you re- how do you respond to that? He could have easily ignored the message. Going I, I know that dream. And I know Jesus. And I, and I know Lord. And I know God. Uh, and I know but just not, not me. Not for me. It's too much responsibility. Then when you think of the journey. They had to find the, the inn. As she's heavily pregnant. You know, at any time he could have bailed. He could have went, you know what? Look, Mary, I love you. And, and I know God told me that he made you pregnant. And I, and I know. And I know you're a really nice girl. But th- this is too much. And then when Herod came along and, you know, he was told to go back to Israel. And he ended up going to Nazareth. You know, he could have went, oh, look, I just can't deal with this. this the amount of people who want to kill our baby is just, I, I just can't deal with it. I'm, I'm out. You look at society today, we check out at the smallest hurdle. He didn't. He kept going. Can you imagine, you know, I I always try and imagine different scenarios and different conversations. Can you imagine the conversations Joseph must have had with God? You know, especially in today, you know, compared to today's world. Just put yourself in today's world. Oh God, it's so hard. My life sucks. You know, this is not the life I envisaged myself. Can you imagine? He must have been, because by all accounts that I've read of him, he was a very humble, quiet guy. He's probably thinking, you know, all I wanted God was just to be a carpenter, to, 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 to find myself a wife, to have kids, and I don't think they had this phrase back then, but effectively live happily ever after. And sure, there'll be bad times, you know, there might be a bit of famine or a bit of drought or, you know, work might dry up and we mightn't have as much money. But, you know, you'll help us through that. But he was like, no, nope, you're, you're, famine and drought are the least of your concerns. 
you know, and then also the attention. Like, imagine, I, I, I can only imagine I don't have kids. But, like, you know, you have this, your wife is pregnant. And eventually, you know, you find a place for your wife to stay and your wife gives birth. And then all of a sudden, well, it's not all of a sudden in the story. In the story term, it's all of a sudden. It's like, ding, ding. It's not that way in, in reality. But, you know, all of a sudden, then, these three people come who you've never known, don't know, have no idea, and they just give you, like, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. You know, can you imagine, just put your, just think of how you'd react. You know, imagine you're firstborn, and then all of a sudden, these three strangers come, hey, I know you don't know me, and I don't know you, but here's some gold, and here's some frankincense, and here's some myrrh. It's, it's an incredible story. Just think of how he reacted. And just think of all the things he must have thought. Think of, even if nothing else, just think of his prayers. My God, what did I do to deserve this? Ser- like, seriously. You know? But he didn't. He kept going. Character matters. Honor matters. Being a good person matters. Because here's the thing about life. Life is incredible. It's, it is... The only way I can describe life is it's a roller coaster. You're up one month, you're down the next month. Or maybe that's just my life. You know, life, no matter, I don't care who you are. I've spoken to extremely rich people and extremely poor people and everyone in between. I don't know anyone who said, I just wanted my life to go this way and it did. Life is about finding opportunities and being the best person you can be. And being the best person you can be sometimes might be the best talented. It might be hitting a baseball 500, 500 yards 45 times a season. It might be creating the next drug to cure cancer. It might be hitting a ball 60 times in a round. It might be to be the best loving father you can be. And to put up with people coming who you don't know to see your son from a long distance. People wanting to kill your son because of who he is. Life will throw you curveballs. Life will beat you up, chew you out, and want some more. Life is unpredictable. But character matters. Honor matters. As we approach Christmas, I remember the story of Joseph and remember a man who could have easily said no. After all, he wouldn't have been the first person to say no to God. He would not have been the first man to choose man over God. He would not have been the first man to choose the easy path. But he said yes. And he acted accordingly. By all accounts, he didn't go around bragging about what a, how hard his life was, looking for sympathy. He just got on with it and did the best he could. Think of how far we have traveled in those two hundred year, two thousand years. Think of many advancements we have had over the last two thousand years. Heck, you have a guy talking to you right now from about six and a half thousand miles away from you. Just think about that. 
Yet how have we advanced as a culture and a society and as individuals? If that same story happened today, just even if you just remove the miracle side of it, you know, where the Holy Spirit impregnated Mary and Jesus was born, just forget the, 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 the magical and the, the, the Holy Spirit side of it. Just think of it. How would we deal with the news? Would we do it privately and try and do it quietly so we don't shame the person? Oh, would we make a big kick and dance about it? Or even if you find out your if your it's your baby and you find out life is going to be tough, well, at what point do you check out or do you keep going? These are the questions I think of when I think of the story of Joseph as we approach Christmas. It's incredible. Then think of the story of Mary. How easy would it have been for her to say no? For her to give up? She kept going. Their story is incredible. And simply put, it's a story of acting with honor, acting with dignity, doing the right thing, and most of all, in many ways, not giving up. Not giving up because you have a purpose in this life, but also not giving up because you have this sense of belief in God, in a higher power, knowing your life means something. You, Each and every one of you listening right now has a purpose. You have a sense of belonging. I don't know what your purpose is or what your mission is or what you have to do. But right now, if you put your hand just below your wrist, you'll feel a pulse. You'll feel a throbbing. That means you're still alive. That means you're still here for a reason. Now, it could be just like me. Your reason is to eat a lot of turkey and ham in seven days. Or it could be something a lot deeper. It could be to offer words of encouragement to a friend, to a family member. Or to create the next drug that cures cancer. Or to create the next technology. You have a purpose. Be the best person you can be. Never give up. And know that there is a plan for you. Even if you don't know what that plan is. You know when Joseph fell in love with Mary. He didn't think the plan was. Well what's going to happen. Where she's going to fall pregnant. By the Holy Spirit. And then we're going to take a long journey. And she's going to give birth in a stable and then we're going to move again and then a king's going to try and kill my, my son and, and then we're going to move again. He didn't think that. You don't know what's going to happen in three months, six months, 12 months, a year, two years, 10 years down the road. What you can do is condition yourself, your character. As we've spoken over the last couple of weeks, define yourself and not have anyone else define you and get ready to be responding to whatever it is, to respond in the right way, to respond with love, to respond with kindness, and to be the best person you can be. This is all in your control. This is all down to each and every one of you. Which path do you choose? I hope, and I will encourage and try and inspire you to choose the right path. The traditional American path. To choose the godly path. To choose the path to freedom, and I mean real freedom. And to share my passion and love for everything your country has done, everything your country stands for, 
and for the celebration of the things you have yet to do. That is all within your power. As always, America, we salute the real heroes in society. The police, the firefighters, the emergency personnel and your vets. These are the men, women and families who give up their time. Who this Christmas won't be at the dinner table. They will be on call. They will be ready at a moment's notice to help other people and forgo their own personal pleasures, their own personal engagements, because they make the ultimate sacrifice each and every day. And some of them are still overseas. They, men, women, young, old, are real heroes. And lastly, I salute you, the great American people. We finish the show the same way each and every week. America is great because Americans are good. I hope and I wish each and every one of you a very happy, peaceful and enjoyable new Christmas and new year. Eat, drink and be merry. For 2017 is about to come upon us. And 2017 is going to be a big year in the redefinition and the redefining of America, American exceptionalism and the American dream. I will see you in two weeks, America. God bless. God bless America. Freedom versus freebies. This is Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn. On the Blaze Radio Network.